We hope you enjoy listening to this podcast of St. Louis on the Air, brought to you by University College at Washington University. With undergraduate and graduate programs, part-time, evening, and online. University College at Washington University, offering world-class education within reach. Welcome to St. Louis on the Air. I'm Don Marsh. McLean's Landing is going to be jumping over the Labor Day weekend as the 23rd Big Muddy Blues Festival takes over. Musicians, that is, from many genres from all over the area will be converging on riverfront venues to do their thing. With me in studio to tell us all about it are Jeremy Siegel, Jeremy Siegel Moss, the co-coordinator of the festival, and Tracy Mitchell, a guitar player for Love Jones. Thank you so much for being with us. Great to have you guys. Thank you, sir, for having me. Okay, this is going to be a heck of a weekend, Jeremy. It sure is. It's a big one. Anybody else uh, in in the country doing anything like this? I don't know. Uh, you know, um, this is the 23rd annual Big Muddy Blues Festival. Um, and before that, it was called the Blues and Heritage Festival, which mm-hmm. started in 86. Um, and as uh, there's 70 St. Louis groups, I you know, I feel like this might be a one-of-a-kind show. How do you put something like this together? Uh, I mean, 70 groups, that's a lot of people <laughs> to pull together in a three-day weekend. It is. Um, <clears throat> St. Louis is flush with music. There's so many bands and uh, of quality and of historical importance. So really, you just set down to work in it. How many stages? How many bands can we fit? How much? What's the budget? You know, and, um, and even with the 70 bands that are here, I mean, it could have been 125 without trying. You make it sound so easy. <laughs> Good. <laughs> That's what you're supposed to do. <laughs> All right. Tracy, what is it about the blues that will attract 70 groups to come here and a lot of people to get down to the landing to watch them? I think it's just uh, the fact that it's just it speaks to the, to, to the common person. I think it's just uh, there's a realness to it. And it, it just it's just something about the blues that just attracts people to it. I mean, it attracted me to it. Um, I started playing with Fontella Bass, uh, oh, I guess early 90s. I started as a background singer, and then I eventually moved to uh, playing guitar for her. But you, and I, she taught me the blues, actually. So You're related, aren't you? are you not? Yeah, I'm, I'm actually married to her youngest daughter. Well, that's, you know, she, like, so she's your mother-in-law, yeah. right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That, that's really, and you're doing, uh, Jeremy, doing a tribute to Fontella, are you? Mm-hmm. Yes, for the f- last few years, we've done tribute shows to some of St. Louis legends that have passed. Uh, we've done Tommy Bankhead, Henry Townsend, Johnny Johnson. Mm-hmm. This year, it's Fontella Bass and Oliver Sane, and those take place at the National Blues Museum before the music starts on the landing. I'd like to go back to the music a little bit more. You talk, it's music of the people. The, the heritage of this music, uh, the, the blues, is really most interesting because it comes from a lot of different sources, doesn't it, Tracy? Yeah, it does. It, it, it's, I, it's rooted in gospel. It's, it's soulful. It, it talks about everyday issues that people have. So that's, what, that's where I think the connection comes. We, we have uh, a couple of selections that we can play here and get a sense for people who are maybe not all that familiar with it as to, to what we're talking about. And I'll ask, uh, I'm not sure which one of you should do this, uh, How Do You Like Your Blues is the first one we're going to hear. Uh, how, how do we set that up? What's going to be different about this or what's special about sure. this? Sure. So all three of these songs come off of the St. Louis Blues Society's compilation CDs. That um, I also run the St. Louis Blues Society. So we, we put out a different CD every year of compilation, yeah. you know, a 
of um, original music. And this one um, is by Tisa Easby. It's all original. Um, she performs with Tori Casey and the Southside Hustle, who will also be performing at the mm-hmm. festival. Um, and T- it's also Tisa's birthday today, so it's <laughs> fitting that we start with her. What should we be listening for? Oh, the quality of St. Louis. Uh, these were recorded at the Blue Lotus Studio, run by Paul Niehaus. Um, St. Louis's quality of, uh, you know, we talk about the music, and um, our blues is different than a lot of cities' blues because we're not defined by our recordings because we haven't had a huge industry. Mm-hmm. So you hear um, a little bit of soul, a little bit of blues, a little bit of R&B, some Delta in all of the music that we play. How do you like your blues? Very distinctive stuff. Tracy, almost difficult keeping you in your chair when that <laughs> when that started. I, I just I just love the blues. I'm my wife is she she's a she's a blues head as well. I mean you know it's just one of those genres that you know that must feel good. Not everybody is attracted to the blues, but a lot of a lot of people are. And you say that it's because it's kind of down home spiritual gospel. It's got a little bit of everything. Going yes, for it. it's it's really organic and it, it you know just it's a it's a feel good music and it, and it comes from a from from a good place i believe i don't i don't consider it to be a negative place i, I think it's it has comedy in it and everything and it just comes from a good place why do you think st louis has been so central and such an important part of the blues story well i i think because you know a lot of people that are born in the south migrated to st louis so i think they brought those are some of the traditions that they brought with them you know, as far as uh, music is concerned. And this is really, Jeremy, the, really the hotbed up in the country, you would say. How about New Orleans and places uh, sure. to the south? Yeah, you know, um, I don't <clears throat> think one has to be better than the other, first mm-hmm. of all. Um, and uh, in St. Louis, we have always been a breeding ground for music. I mean, the, the list of musicians that uh, came out of St. Louis or were influenced by St. Louis, whether it's Scott Joplin all the way to Chuck Berry and all the people in between. Um, they, uh, this is a place where people came and made music, and it continues to happen every day in St. Louis. Right. The uh, Is there a St. Louis blues, blues? In other words, is it distinctive here for any reason that it might not be in other places? It's a really interesting question. Yeah. Um, we've been talking about it for as long as I've been, you know, yeah. I've been a musician for almost 20 years now, and we had that conversation. The um, the thing is, is many of like a New Orleans situation is um, they have all those recordings. So people kind of go back and listen yeah. to the recordings and say, hey, this is um, this is what the sound is. It sounds like this. And because 
our recording industry is um, not as hot as that was at the time, you know, um, it's hard for us to identify that sound. So, for instance, that's been one of the goals of the Blue Society's compilation CDs. Mm -hmm. If you mix up all those 60 songs, you kind of have that sound. Um, personally, I feel like it's the space in between. We leave a lot of space for music, um, and uh, we don't overplay, we're not too loud, um, and it's, uh, it's, it's, a, it's, it's got its own rhythm. But Tracy, why don't we have this recording tradition that other places might have? I mean, given our our background in this uh, in this genre, it just it St. Louis just feels like a melting pot. I mean, since we're centrally located, you know, I think you know there's a there are more distinct uh, sounds from the south and then from the east and the west. And I think St. Louis kind of just kind of conjoins all of those together, you know. <laughs> Let's listen to another uh, number here, and we'll, uh, this will, will you change your ways? Again, let's set this up. Is there anything special about this that we should know? <laughs> it's performed by Marquise Knox, the uh, one and only. <laughs> <laughs> All righty. Well, let's listen to uh, Will You Change Your Ways, and uh, then we'll have another guest come and join us, I understand. One, two, one, two, Change your ways, Marquis Knox. <laughs> Boy, this is uh, this joint is jumping now because we now have a new guest <laughs> who has joined us. Vocalist Renee Smith has uh, sneaked into the studio. You are billed as a St. Louis legend who has been singing the blues for a long time, but I'm not going to ask you for how long. I don't mind telling you how long. Well, how long then? Forty plus. Really? What is it about this the blues that has uh, had you doing this for forty years? It's a feeling. The blues comes from deep within. You have to feel what you're doing. If you can't feel it, then it's no point in you trying to sing it. Um, it starts way down in the deep of your soul. And uh, I feel the blues. If there's a song that I'm going to perform, I have to relate to it and feeling it. If I've experienced it, it's a good thing because I'll sing it. If I have not experienced it, then I can't sing it. So I have to feel the blues in order to sing it. When did you first feel it? I don't mean how many years ago, but do you remember the experience when you suddenly realized this is what I've got to do? Actually, yes, at a young age, because I started singing at a very young age. It's okay, 17. I'm happy. I'm, I'm, I'm blessed to be here. I'm a three-time cancer survivor, so I don't mind I telling it. you. I started at uh, the age of 16, really, with a blues band. And... Uh, 
the gentleman taught me all the blues, and he used to sing them, and I wanted to sing the blues because he was singing them. And then I thought, well, I can't just sing the blues because I like singing other musics and other genres of music. But when I start singing the song called Going Down Slow, that kind of made me feel, okay, this is the blues, this is what you need to do. That was the time at an early age. Mr. Larry Smith taught me that song, and I've been singing it. I sing it on all my shows. Tracy, when did you first know that this is what you had to do? Well, uh, when, I, when I got with Fontella, she, she, I, I was young and I didn't know much, and she, she took me under her wing, and she actually taught me the blues. And then once I, I, I heard her sing, and and it was just it was just her inspiration that really that really brought me into this. But there was a feeling. There was oh, a, a moment in which you realized that's yeah, what you had when you to do. when you hear that music, you know, it's just it just it just does something to you on the inside. Jeremy, same question to you. When did you know? Oh, um, as soon as I heard it. You know, I was probably an early teenager, and I was exposed to more rock and roll. But as soon as you find Muddy Waters or James Cotton or Buddy Guy. For me, those were the guys. Um, I just stopped listening to the other stuff, and this is all I've been listening to for since then, more or less. Couldn't help it, could you? I couldn't. I couldn't. Yeah. yeah. That feeling. And then I was around 25 when I started playing music with uh, Benny Smith, you know, St. Louis legend. Um, and when they found out I had a guitar, that, they said, "Well, you're going to be a guitar player, so go ahead." <laughs> well, you got to have a guitar, right? You, you do. Got to have a guitar. Renee, let me come back to you. And I'm just curious about something. Uh, you mentioned that you're a three-time cancer survivor. Yes. Good. Good for you for that. Thank you. How did that contribute to the way you perform the blues, or did it? Well, a lot of it did contribute to it because I was singing after I found out I had cancer the first time. I started singing more and more blues because I could feel that. Mm -hmm. And I thought, well, you better sing it because you're feeling it and you're living it. And these are the blues. <laughs> the cancer is the blues. So you, I, I felt deep down in, within myself, I need to do it because I might not get a chance to sing it again. So every time I sing it, I'm singing as though it's my last time. Mm -hmm. So blues is just deep down in me. It's my heritage. It's my roots. That's where it came from, and that's why I sing the blues. Tracy, you can't fake this stuff. I mean, that's becoming quite clear. Not at all. I mean, you either feel it or you don't. So, and it's it's just something that that I feel. I love BB King and and Fenton Robinson yeah. and uh, all those guys. They just they just bring uh, an inspiration. You know, uh, this is just a musical inspiration. The blues is. Jeremy, let's talk a little bit about what's going on this weekend, because a lot is going on. You've got 70 different groups. Mm -hmm. How is this all structured? I mean, nobody's going to be able to see all 70 of them. No, absolutely not. <laughs> <laughs> so um, the, this festival's been happening on the landing in one form or another mm -hmm. for 30 years. Um, we also think it's the longest-running blues or music festival in the city. I, we don't know of another one. So um, the landing, uh, we have three outdoor stages, and we have four indoor stages. Uh, the, the outdoor stages tend to have more of the bands. Um, there's two stages on 2nd Street on the north and south side and uh, another stage up on 3rd Street. And then oh, we've done some specialty stuff on the um, indoor stages. Um, there's a stage that only has a piano and a mic. You know, mm -hmm. St. Louis is a piano town, whether it's Johnny Johnson or Scott Johnson. And you know. guitar, guitar. It is, <laughs> it is also a guitar. There's also another stage with solo guitar acts. Mm -hmm. um, and then within that, you have um, such a wide range of sound 
down. So, you know, you come down and um, basically you have access to all seven stages. They go from three to 11. There'll be fireworks on Sunday. It's going to be a really good time. What's it going to cost people? It is uh, $15 a day or two days for 25. We've done the math and that is 32 cents a band. Mm. That's a, that's a pretty Very good bargain. Very expensive. Yeah. But yes, yes. <laughs> what's, what's this going to do for the landing? So the landing has been great to continue to host Big Muddy through all of the construction, you know. And um, when we lost Mississippi Nights, which is where this festival started. Um, and uh, now that all the construction's down, um, there are new businesses opening up. It's actually a great time for the landing. Um, hopefully it exposes people that you can walk straight from the arch grounds or straight from the casino. I mean, it's the oldest neighborhood in St. Louis. It's cobblestone streets. I mean, it's about as St. Louis as you get. Tracy, what are you going to be performing? With, with whom and where and when? I will be performing uh, the Fontella Bass Tribute at the National Blues Museum um, this Saturday, September the 1st. And that's going to be uh, between 12.30 and 2.30 in the afternoon. Uh, we're gonna we're gonna have a lot of uh, uh, great guests. Uh, Marsha Evans is gonna be singing with us. Uh, the Bosman Twins will be playing, and uh, Lia Beth Lafleur she'll be emceeing and hosting. She's uh, she she won an uh, NAACP Image Award for her literary work, and so it's just gonna be a good time. Me and my wife, uh, Fontella's daughter, has you know been coordinating this thing. Uh, I'll be playing with Skeet Rogers too later that evening and then I'll be playing with Love Jones uh, the following day. You sound like you're almost as busy as Jeremy. Over <laughs> and they, how about Great you? Thing. What about your performances? Uh, my performance will be on uh, September the 2nd mm-hmm. uh, 8 p.m. on 3rd Street uh, uh, and uh, I'll be performing with the great uh, drummer, Mr. Keith Robinson, that played for Mr. Chuck Berry and uh, Dennis Brock, Eugene Johnson, and uh, Wade Long. We will be on stage together. And I I must mention the fact that uh, I did perform or open for Miss Aretha Franklin. God bless Uh you, Aretha. I have to say something about her because she's such a wonderful person and she lined the streets for us and I just want to say that we opened for her the 12th of October in 2012 when we opened the Peabody. I want to say I was on stage. I didn't get a chance to meet her but I opened for her. We had Denise Times on yesterday and they go way back together. Oh yes they do. She was uh, was told quite a story about her relationship. She did her birthday party. Okay we're going to go out uh, with uh, another little piece of music. Jeremy I'll ask you to set this up. The uh, one that uh, we are looking at is uh, what, uh, I, I Wonder? Sure, it's another one off of the Blue Society CDs, and it is only fitting since it's a Skeet Rogers and the Inner uh, City Blues Band tune. I think we've got something else that we can uh, we can bring in here. I was sitting here waiting by Renee Smith. Oh, we've got oh. that. So really? that's, that's what we're going to hear as we, as we say goodbye, Perfect. Which, which, we have to do, which you have to do now. So I want to thank uh, all of you. And remember the big... Muddy River Blues Festival is going to be taking place this weekend uh, down on McLeod's Landing. I want to thank you all, Jerry, Jeremy Siegel Moss and Tracy Mitchell and Renee Smith for being with us. I hear you now, Renee. Now I'm getting my act together here, but there we are. Thank you so much. It's been great to see you. Thank have a you, wonderful, Jeremy. Have a wonderful thank weekend. Thanks, Stephanie. Well, that's it for us uh, for today. Thank you so much for listening. I'm Don Marsh. <laughs>